the college experience, college basketball and FCS weekend preview on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use the promo code SGP when you sign up to turn $4 into $256. If the college basketball underdog of your choosing pulls off the upset, that's code SGP to turn $4 into $256 for a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest with over $8,000 in cash prizes. Download their app today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. We're also brought to you by BetQL. BetQL is the home for the info you need to make yourself a smarter, better college basketball, FCS, college football, NHL, NBA. They got you covered. Just go to BetQL.com promo code SGP30. That's BetQL.com promo code SGP30 for 30% off. We're also brought to you by Better Than Vegas. Yes, Better Than Vegas is the home for the avid sports better, providing insight, analysis, and free betting picks. Better Than Vegas, it's like YouTube for sports betting. Make sure you subscribe to our page so you don't miss any of our picks. SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. That's SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash BTV. We're also brought to you by Better Edge. Better Edge is your home for no vig betting. That's right, no vig betting that's legal in 40 different states. Sign up at betteredge.com. Promo code SGP for a free $10 bet. That's Better Edge, B E T T O R Edge.com. Promo code SGP. Welcome. Welcome to the college experience weekend preview college basketball. We got selection Sunday going on this Sunday. It's down to the fine. We're going down to the wire here. College basketball last chance uh, teams just fighting to get in the NCAA tournament. We got FCS college football. My name is Colby swing and Dan to base Dan, AKA pick Don D. That's not a pick. This is a pick and I'm joined. By my co-host, give it up for the the DFS God himself. Give it up for the rooftop IPA drinking, home broom making, tobacco road living, the free lock giving former former Herndon Basketball League MVP. Give it up for NC Nick in the place to be. Man, what a day of college basketball, and we're not even done yet. We still got action tipping off here soon. Wild, great games, yeah. great finishes. I mean, March Madness. It's beautiful. It's amazing. And I just got to play some Dundee theme music here. All right. Because let me tell you who three days in a row, really three days in a row. I took today Georgetown on the money line, told all you people out there to take Georgetown on the money line. Then I told you guys about what yesterday, Miami as an eight and a half point dog against Clemson. 
And the game before that, three days ago, I told you to take Wake on the money line, and guess what? They they practically hit. Notre Dame hit that buzzer beater. That's fire. Three days in a row is eight or nine point dogs. You know what's fire is that Crocodile Dundee music. Man, I was jamming to that. Isn't that great? I got a lot oh, of beautiful, this, man. beautiful. I got subtle one. Remember this one? He's in New York City. <laughs> right. It's a right. little hip, man. They got they got I mean, let's be honest, this iPad's the greatest invention ever. Saw people tweeting that I'm a little wild. Uh, you know, <laughs> people people saying that uh, that whole episode was pretty much Lou Holtz. Well, <laughs> I don't get it. I can't It's funny. That clip is great, man. Um, Come on, it's funny. But let's let's open up with this. I know you're a Duke Blue Devil fan, but let's first talk about Coach K's comments because I got them loaded up right here. Coach K, after yesterday's game, uh, beating Louisville, and we'll get to what's happened a really sad ending to the season there for the Blue Devils. But here we are, Coach K's comments after the Duke game regarding the NCAA tournament and kind of a subtle, a subtle diss, I think towards the college football playoff. Let's listen to this. It's about a minute long. So minute change. Coach, uh, I'm doing a story on kind of the big picture in March here. And what does it mean to you and the sport as a whole that there is a tournament this year and you have a path to get there? Well, everyone has a path to get there. And uh, on that path though, you have to earn the right to to play in the tournament and you know this this our sport needs this tournament it's really uh, the best sporting event in the united states because it takes up almost really an entire month because all these really the tournament has already started because of all the conference tournaments so in some respects everybody's in it you know because uh some of these one bid league but every team has a chance and that's that's not happening it's the most fair tournament it's the most fair tournament and uh so right now we're in the tournament you know we have to keep winning in order to to advance to next week but you know when you're in your conference tournament you are in the NCAA tournament you know you're just maybe not one of those 68 teams right now and you have to look at it that way. But it's the fairest, fairest championship by far, uh, by far. And that's that's why it's pure, and it encompasses every part of our country. And and uh, it's magnificent. And we've been fortunate to be a part of it. Okay, so that was pretty much it. I mean. Uh, I mean, dude, what do you think of that? What I, I think that uh, that alludes to what I try to hit at all the time it, it, in the fact that college, this tournament is so great and every team does have a chance in their conference tournament. And, and he really put it together pretty well all over the country. Uh, you know, we could go state by state talking about the teams and the runs they've had and every, every fan, like, so your fan base for each and every state, uh, short of Alaska, uh, has had a shot at, uh, at, 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 or perhaps had, will have won games in the NCAA tournament over the past, you know, 20, 30, 40 years. So, um, yeah, you've, you've had two hour long podcasts that, that coach K just summed up in a minute, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. but I mean, a lot of it is true and it does sound like kind of like you talking and you could tell he was close to mentioning college football. Yeah. Yeah, but he but he decided to take the high road and talk more about the good things about college basketball rather than the bad things about other playoffs. Other meaning, obviously, college football. 
Um, so yeah, pretty interesting stuff. And I mean, it, it pretty much spot on too. I mean, fair, pure encompassing the whole country. Yeah. I still want to do there the two have- hour pad podcast about it though. Uh, <laughs> that'll be coming up later. Uh, another night, maybe tonight though. Um, so obviously uh, uh, Duke and I saw North Carolina, a and T two teams that uh, I mean, Duke, I mean, they were on a little bit of a run there that, I mean, it wouldn't have shocked me if they beat Florida state. We saw Florida state lose to UCF today, but Duke uh, got a player got COVID. So they had to forfeit because he, he was with the players yesterday and uh, same, same situation happened with North Carolina a and T, which uh, some, t- some people had favored to win that conference. The MIAC, uh, I know Terrell Furman, our friend, uh, writer over at sports gambling podcast.com been on the college experience as well. Uh, uh, North Carolina AT grad. So that's just a bummer to those teams. And I mean, look, it's like last year in a way, you know, look. Up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's a bummer, especially with Duke because they haven't had any issues all season long. They've been pretty damn careful. And apparently like the inside scoop is that there's been like a, a little bit of an outbreak on campus. They're uh, sta- Duke football. They're staying in a hotel with Duke football and Duke football couldn't play their spring game. Duke football. I was about to say about a week ago, maybe not even a week, a few days ago, they had a Paul stuff. So obviously there's an outbreak there. Uh, you know, it's probably not the last we're going to hear about this. There's probably going to be another team or two, uh, maybe even in the national tournament. Well, I, I read the protocols. They have to be seven days uh, f- uh, clear before the national, uh, before the, the NCAA tournament kicks off. Your team has to be seven days clear. So if not, they have teams on standby bubble teams that will be there. Uh, yeah, but what if it happens like um, in the in the Sweet Sixteen or something? That's true, but I I think at this point they're going to do a little bit of like the uh, NBA in, in Orlando type thing where they can't go out, right? Yeah, but still, man. That's I mean, it, it's it, I mean that helps. It hopefully, it, it safeguards against it and nothing happens. But there's you know you, you can never be a hundred percent safe. So I don't know. You know, hopefully this is the last we hear of it. Yeah, uh, it does suck for Duke. I mean, you hate to. I mean, you want to just give him a chance, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Beating, beating Florida state would have been tough, but it was definitely within the realm of possibility. I mean, Florida state lost to Notre Dame recently. Wake Forest took Florida state to overtime. UCF, uh, you know, Florida state was favored. And, and even if Duke beat FSU, that wasn't like that would guarantee them to get into the tournament. That would put them really close. Well, well, that, if anything, it was kind of breaking for you in a way. I mean, you see Syracuse loses to Virginia and they played them close, but then you saw Xavier lose last night. They're done. Um, you saw uh, uh, St. John's lose St. John. And then uh, what's it called? Boise state just lost. So in a way you could definitely make a case saying that a team could have propelled up into there and and with a win over Florida state, which would be a tier one win or quad one win Um, Wait, crazy day for college basketball. Right now I'm sweating out as we were talking here. I have rice and I think I have them plus nine. I have to double check that. Um, what happened? They were just up. I know they were just up with, and now it's with one minute and forty five seconds left. It's a UAB by seven. Uh, UAB by ten. I think you're a little slow over there. One minute twenty six seconds left. Shit, dude. I can't believe, dude. This was like literally t- like one minute ago. Rice had a one point lead. Crazy, but it's been a wild day um, all across the landscape. I I, I was on Georgetown. I, I hit on that, and then Georgetown. Uh, isn't going to play St. John's. They're going to get Seton hall, which I think kind of, I think that's a good draw for Georgetown. And if Georgetown wins that, then they'll be in the big East championship. But we already know Villanova gone. Now Creighton did look good today, but Creighton 
it will have to play UConn or uh, what? UConn still got to play tonight, right? Like, yeah, or right. De, or DePaul. To play DePaul. Um, I think Georgetown's got the easier side of the of the bracket here. You beat Seton Hall, you're in. And meanwhile, who knows what happened? I mean, Georgetown split with Creighton this year. Pretty crazy, man. I mean, would it be something if uh, Pat Hewing let his boys, as uh, I don't know what seed they are in the Big East tournament, but you know, after today they were still below 500 overall record. Uh, yeah, I mean, that would be a hell of a run if he can somehow win two more games. Uh, and look, man, it's possible. It's very possible. Well, and when you add in the fact that, uh, well, he, he had a tough time with security. He was giving Madison Square Garden a hard time and uh, security because they weren't they, they weren't letting him in to the game apparently. And it's like, dude, you know who I am. The whole city knows who I am. This is, he played there. Yeah. He built that place <laughs> essentially. And it's like, and, he, and he's who a, else looks like a Patrick Hewitt? Yeah, who he's else a is seven like, foot one j- yeah. Jamaican guy. You know what I mean? There's, there's no imposters. There's no Pat Hewing imposters <laughs> out there. <laughs> uh, I completely agree with Pat Ewing, but man, just a crazy day college basketball. So we got that going on in the big East. Do, do you have a lean uh, as to who, I mean, we, I, I think both of us, and even Patty C, I think we're on uh, UConn as the favorite, but Georgetown, you gotta like this momentum. You gotta. Yeah, like this sure. Momentum. Now this is was this was their second or third win in a row. Uh, this was their 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 second win in the tournament. Is that right? Yeah, second, second, I believe. Okay, I'm just you know concerned about playing so many days in, you know in a row here. Uh, yeah, so what they beat Marquette yesterday, beat Villanova today. I locked up both of them also. Um, but you know, for, for the team that doesn't have a buy, UConn had a buy the uh, first round. So, uh, you know, those legs could be pretty damn tired. If Georgetown can win tomorrow, you're looking at a Saturday championship game. That would be four games in four days. I mentioned it on the pod last night. That's not easy. Yeah. But I think you just have a, a nice, I mean, hopefully you don't see UConn, even though I think they played you that, that I know UConn got the win, I think, but they played them tough. I think uh, once again, it was kind of like a Villanova scenario where I think UConn pulled away late. Um, yeah, you got actually won by 16. Uh, I know that because a I'm looking at it and B I also locked up Georgetown in that one and they screwed me there, but uh, I did not go away from my Hoyas cause I rolled with them and I picked up two nice wins, made some money there with them last two games. So maybe that'll continue. Yeah. Uh, okay. Then and I mean, actually the, the, and the first time you kind of beat them by 13. So for some reason, the Hoyas, they've had a, a tough time with the Huskies this year. I'm telling you, they want to see Creighton. Creighton's capable of beating UConn and they split with Creighton uh, sure. won, and they won at Creighton. Um, so I, I, that's, I think that's what they want if obviously they got to take care of Seton Hall first though, but Seton Hall may be playing themselves into the NCAA tournament as, as well. They were in Another the great f- game that went over St. John's. Oh man. I mean, these games today, dude, I was just about to go in order of these, but let's just talk Seton hall since we're already here. So, uh, as of what this morning, Lenardi's bracketology had Syracuse as the last team in, they lost to UVA. Who's good, but will it potentially cost them a spot? I think the first team out is Utah state. Uh, second team out St. Louis and Xavier, their seasons are done. They can't win any. Uh, Memphis is after that. And then Ole Miss Duke Seton hall and St. John. So Seton hall one, you think that will propel them uh, perhaps in, I mean, uh, Syracuse lost Seton hall one. I, what do you think? I think Seton hall needs to win at least one more. Um, well, if they win two more then they're automatically in. <laughs> yeah. So uh, yeah, beat Georgetown. 
see what else happens to some of the, these other teams like Colorado state, um, like Utah state, like Memphis. Well, in the last four in had Boise state, you're, I'm under the assumption they're out now because Nevada, man, I, I, I got Nevada plus four and a half points and I don't understand. I didn't understand the line. Uh, another thing was as the day went on today, I mean, I locked this up last night on the sports together podcast, but as the day went on, I texted Sean and Ryan that they're missing Boise state was missing a guy averaging 12 points a game. So uh, I don't. I didn't understand that line. Nevada just swept Boise the other day. The line, nor the line movement, because it started at Boise minus four and it went up to Boise minus four and a half. So money was coming in on Boise for some reason. I'm not sure why. Like you, I was on Nevada. Chalk it up as a W. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, you. I mean, why Wyoming almost beat San Diego State, man. So I, I think Nevada's got a shot in this tournament. I would not shot. They're playing a lot better in the second right. half of the season. And Sherfield is one of the best players. One of the best players in the country. I saw uh, who was it? John Rothstein saying that next year he might be a uh, All American, as in like the top point guard in the nation. Wow. I wonder, like, you know, what star recruit he was. I might. I might take a deep dive and uh, you know one day and take a look and yeah you know, see. I, I imagine he was a three star because I don't think Nevada's pulling in four or definitely not five stars. So uh, yeah, pretty crazy for a three star to have that kind of immediate impact. Yeah, I think he uh, for some reason though I think he was gonna go to UCLA, and when and when they could have used him tonight. Yeah, <laughs> and we will talk more about that. But um, uh, yeah, I'm not sure as far as recruit wise. But I mean, look to start off the morning. We had Ball State Toledo, which boy did you get luck! Didn't you have Toledo winning the MAC? No, I have Buffalo winning the MAC. Okay, okay, because I was like, you got really, really fortunate. Uh, uh, I know you've been back in Toledo all year, and I feel like a, a couple months ago we got in a little argument over Toledo or Akron. Well, Toledo came <laughs> through. You survived. You survived, but man, was barely this, in overtime. This was a great game, dude. To start my morning, you had that, and then you had Maryland just took down Michigan State. This was the only real blowout of the morning, um, and but that was by eleven points. What's your what's your take on uh, on both these games? Toledo moving forward in the MAC, and, uh, and yeah, I mean Toledo has just as, as good of a chance as anybody else. I really like the way Buffalo's playing. I locked them up tonight. They came through. They were laying eight. I think they won by eleven. I th- I like Buffalo. I like the way they're playing. But yeah, Buffalo. I think Akron and Bowling Green are in a battle right now. Uh, Akron up five, three minutes to go. Um, you know, one of those schools is going to win this. Toledo. Yeah, I mean they're dangerous, but uh, they definitely let Ball State hang around too long in this game, and then almost bit them. Yeah. Uh, that was a wild game, man. Currently, by the way, Bowling Green down two to Akron with three minutes left. So uh, the bigger question is what is Michigan state? And I, do you trust them at all? What's their ceiling? How do you see them winning the big 10 tournament? I I told him that was crazy. (laughs) Uh, I think those are my exact words where you're crazy. (laughs) Didn't uh, did Sean Green have him too? Or I thought I thought one person. I think in, they were his dog. I think his. Okay, fa- he okay. took a favorite. Right. Well, that's understandable. Um, uh, but uh, yeah, as far as uh, I think they were his dog. Uh, so I mean, look, they they beat Michigan and Ohio State within the last couple of weeks. That's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean, what I I could totally see them losing in the first game though, the play-in game. They're gonna they're, they might be in the play-in spot. I think they might be in the play-in spot right now. Like if it, uh, as in like the, uh, what the, uh, the, is that 11 seeds that have to play? 
I think so. I think yeah. you're right. Yeah. Um, but uh, you never know. I mean, Georgia Tech got a win. Oh, first, well, actually, let me go. Let me go in order. Let me go in order because we could get crazy here. Um, then you got Oklahoma State, West Virginia, and this was a fucking great game. Oklahoma State wins by three. West Virginia made a three at the buzzer, but it was after the uh, buzzer had sounded. Um, Oklahoma State is a team to me. And I know I was bullish on West Virginia shit a week ago. I said, oh, they're going to make the final four. Oklahoma State's like, they're a team that could lose early, but they're also a team that I, I could see them in the national championship. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You know, um, I'm going to be dropping a, a column on the sports gambling podcast network here in a couple of days. And and one of the things I was looking at was, you know, futures to win it all. And, and part of the comments is, is going to be, you know, some long, some long shots where, Hey, you want to have a little bit of fun. You're a degenerate. You want to throw some, some money on a long, sh- on a long shot, Oklahoma state's plus 3,700 to win it all. And I'm just saying, man, they're playing really good. They have the NBA talent, you know, they've gone through the big 12 schedule, you know, so they're, they're battle tested. They're, they're, they're peaking at the right time. Like I don't expect the Cowboys to win it all. I don't expect them to go to the final four, but it is not with it. You know, it, it, it's possible. I know like the way they're playing right now is possible. Like two or three weeks ago, they were projected as an eight or nine and I was calling for them to upset Gonzaga. Right. Yeah. And uh, I mean, now I think they're, I'm, I'm seeing that they might be a three. If they were to lose the next game, I'm seeing that they could be a three seed and they might be able to win the big 12 tournament. I mean, Baylor right. didn't look great against Kansas state today. Um, now Baylor did beat Oklahoma state by double digits just like a week ago. That's true. But they didn't have Cunningham. Right. And Likalele, Right. Uh, I think you're right. I think you're right. I, know cutting I think, that, I think that was, I, I know yeah. they missed a game. I think it was that game, but I'm not positive. That was a wild game. Okay. State. What do you think West Virginia? What's, I mean, you still think they have final four potential? Yeah. Um, well, let me ask you this. Like, you know, between those two schools, who do you think has a better chance of making a final four? I will tell you that West Virginia right now is plus 2,200 to win it all. Oklahoma state is plus 3,700 to win it all. My problem with West Virginia is they play on every game is a close game, <laughs> right? They, they right. don't that's blow teams out. Yeah. Um, and that's scary when you get, I mean, yes, you, you, you learn how to win these games, but I mean, you go through this, this uh, schedule here and they have a ton of close games. I mean, I'm serious. Like you go through even South Dakota, look, South Dakota state, they beat by eight, right? Uh, VCU by eight, uh, Western Kentucky by six. Then you get it's kind of perplexing too. Yeah. I mean, mean, because they're loaded with talent. They can score. I mean, they got guys coming off the bench. They got like, they they go eight deep, no problems, you know? So I, I wonder, I kind of wonder why that is. I, I don't have a good answer for why they can't put teams away. I mean, they only have a couple blowouts on the schedule at, at all. You know what I mean? As far as blowout wins, um, I mean, there's a, there's an art to that. I guess they played in a lot of close games and maybe that can pay off for you in the tournament, but shit, I, I think Oklahoma state's the more talented team right now. So, I mean, I, I, I would kind of go Oklahoma state, I think. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're betting it, um, you know, getting, getting much better odds, you know, might as well go with the, uh, the better chance to win a lot of money. Yeah. So then we go to, let's bounce over to at the same time. These games are all on sec tournament. This one was wild. Mississippi state's up by 14 at half at halftime. And I'm thinking, what the fuck? I locked up Kentucky minus two and a half. But then I, I, you know, in the second half, 
uh, Kentucky makes a run and, and I I'm flipping through the channels, going back and forth between all these games. And I see they're up by, by seven. So I'm like, Oh good. We're going to cover this thing. Yeah. And then I flip it back I, and Mississippi state makes a big shot and they win by one. Yeah. I mean, they, I think Kentucky was up seven with like maybe like four or five minutes. Yeah. You know? So yeah, I was doing the same exact thing here. I thought we were good. I also locked up Kentucky and uh, yeah, down the stretch there, man. I mean, that's, I guess if if you're Duke, at least you don't go out like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, maybe I, mean, I don't know because you know a lot of people like yourself was saying that hey, Kentucky could win this whole SEC tournament and punch their ticket. Alabama but dodged a bullet because I felt like they played Bama better than anyone in the whole SEC. I, really I agree. I agree. I think they're a better matchup versus Alabama. So now Bama has Mississippi State tomorrow. Uh, I don't think Bama's going to have too many problems with them. Uh. This is the first NCAA tournament, I believe. I, I read this without Duke and Kentucky since 1976. Wow, crazy, wild. Um, yeah. So yeah, I would favor Bama tomorrow, and and clearly Kentucky tough year. Uh, AAC action. I, this isn't even one that I should really mention, but I mean, it was just the fact that every game on was good. South Florida beats Temple by two. Uh, moves to the next round. South Florida currently, you know, uh, eight or what, nine and twelve, I think as a, as a team, but uh, they got it done in a close game. And as I'm saying, every game was close. You bounce down after that. Virginia be, wins at the buzzer hits a three <laughs> against Syracuse. What do you think? You think Syracuse is going to be in? I don't, I, I bet you this bubble shrinks because I, I'm looking at, yeah. Um, Utah state's on the outside right now. They have a shot at winning that conference tournament. Same with Nevada. Um, I would also think Seton hall is very close to uh, getting in this thing. Colorado state. There's just two. I think I, it, Georgetown could win in, in the, uh, the big East. There's too many teams out there. I think that has a shot. I wouldn't shock me if, uh, if a team in the sec came, I, I mean, I was thinking Kentucky before, but it wouldn't shock me if, uh, I don't know. It's uh, some random team in the sec made a run. Um, my gut th- tells me they're in, um, the one thing that I'd be concerned with is the fact that the ACC now has three teams either in the last four in or the last four buys Georgia tech, Syracuse, Louisville. If you're the committee, I wonder if they take all three schools on the bubble from one conference or I think Georgia tech is now probably pretty safe. I think with the win today, Yeah, I think they're safe Louisville. I think they're probably still in, but this is my point though, is this is all with, with, you know, without the bid stealing, do we, do we think you're going to see I mean, I think there's a decent shot that uh, the, the 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 Mountain West. I don't I don't think it's going to go chalk. I'm, I don't think San Diego yeah. State's going to win that. Yeah. And San Diego State's going to be the, they're at large. They're going to get one at large. They have good wins. Uh, so therefore, whoever wins that is going to get the automatic bid. Well, if you look at it, I mean, just going off what Lunardi has it, and which is not the Bible. That's just his opinion. I think even though Syracuse and Boise both lost, I think. Boise falls below Syracuse because you know, Syracuse lost to a better team in UVA, a team that's going to be in the tournament. I agree. I mean, regardless of what you think who might win right now between Nevada and UVA, (laughs) you know, as far as overall resume, you know, that's that loss to Nevada hurts more than a loss to UVA. So potentially Syracuse might have jumped Boise there. Maybe that gives them a little bit of breathing I, I do room. Think Nevada, I mean, it's going to come down to selection Sunday. I mean, for sure. I do think Nevada UVA would be a ball game right now. It um, would be. Yeah. I tune in, <laughs> but, uh, but dude, I mean, look, I mean, I mean, we touched on 
the at-large in the Mountain West, well, obviously Georgetown could be a threat in the Big East, even Seton Hall as well. And then when you add in the Pac-12, Oregon State just beat UCLA. UCLA was the four seed. Um, now, we still probably think, well, Oregon will come out of this thing. But, right. I mean, if not Colorado or USC or somebody, Colorado's got to get past Cal. They just lost to Cal two weeks ago. They play later tonight. Cal upset Stanford last night. Now, I, I still think Colorado's going to do it, but I'm just saying there's a lot of basketball to be played. We don't know. SEC could have a, a random team come out of it. I mean, the. Uh, there's other teams that could make a run to get at large. The AAC. How about that? I mean, come on. Uh, Memphis is still first four out and they could easily win the, the AAC tournament. In my opinion, I mean, the, right, they lost right. to the best team in the AAC by a half court shot. Just, just yep. what four days ago. Um, so uh, I don't know some of, some of the big games uh, to, to keep an eye on though, but that, that bubble is going to get smaller. I'm going to make a prediction. It's going to get smaller. Someone's going to win a conference tournament that, that is not projected to. So right now you got Syracuse out. No, I think they're in at the moment, but I think, yeah. I think as like, right. I like, gotcha. I, like Sean was texting me saying, Hey, so Syracuse definitely in. And I go, well, you need to, no. <laughs> you need a root against. And I was telling him at the time, because uh, I saw a, another bracketology that had Seton hall in the first four out, not the, not the next four out. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So I was like, you need St. John's to beat C- Seton hall because St. John's was in this, in the next four out. And that didn't happen. And then I was like, we need a root against Boise state. And that, that happened. But at the same time, I'm like, if Nevada wins the tournament, that's still going to fuck you. So right. you're kind True. of a, a, in a tough spot there. But um, yeah, I, I think I still think someone's going to probably be in a spot where they bump them. Now what they needed, then you, if Colorado state loses, maybe, I mean, we can speculate all day about the shit. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But uh, okay. Then uh, moving down the line, obviously Georgetown takes care of Villanova. Uh, you see Santa Barbara got a little test from long beach state today, but got the, got the win by eight uh, in the big West Maction, My Ohio Bobcats just destroyed Kent state. Were you on Ohio too? I was. Yeah, that was a great one. How about Minnesota? Minnesota almost took down Ohio state. Do we have uh, some red flags going off with Ohio state here? Yeah. Let me look at the last two weeks, big time red flags. Uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it seemed like that one game against Michigan, they like laid it all on the line, got beat. And then that was like a punch to the gut, which, which they really haven't recovered from. Um, so yeah, I, I don't, I don't know if they're going to be a, maybe a three seed now you think uh, they might still be on the two line. But um, I have major red flags with Ohio State right now. Uh, they might be exiting the national tournament pretty early, dude. If so, if your projected threes are Ohio State, um, Oklahoma State. Let me see what else. I, was he? Did he have Virginia as a three or a four? Arkansas, Kansas, Texas. Well, I mean, Kansas, and West Virginia, right today, now. One of, one of my locks. I mean, I guess West Virginia lost. So, but I, I was going to say that uh, I saw that Oklahoma State was going to get projected in as a three today. So obviously he released this this morning, Oklahoma state one yeah. today. Right. Um, I was saying if okay, state ends up winning the big 12, I think they might be able to jump Ohio state. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Ohio state's done. They can't, they can't do anything else. You know, no, no, no. So, Ohio, um, state, I think... Ohio state won. They won by four. Oh, you're right. Yeah, you're right. Good point. <laughs> they but... didn't cover. I was thinking because I had uh, Minnesota with the points. So yeah. I, so you have to wait and see, but they played Purdue who swept them. Uh, tomorrow morning, Purdue swept them in the regular season, but those are games were wild games. Um, right. Okay. Then you had Oregon just destroyed Arizona state. Why did I take the eight and a half points? I, dude, I, I, my first gut 
when I was pick, making my picks this morning, I was like, I'm going to take Oregon. And I go, man, but eight and a half, I could just see yeah. Arizona State yeah. staying around. But I should have stuck to my, my initial reaction because Oregon, I think Oregon is, you want to talk about, we, we talked to Oklahoma State as a team that could really be a, a, just a, a problem for all these elite teams. I think Oregon's one of those teams. Let's just say that if we're looking at the, the Lunari's projections right now, I'd have Oregon in the elite eight. Yeah. I'd have them beating Louisville, beating Kansas and beating Ohio state. Yeah. I think they're, they're a terrible matchup for granted. Uh, that's that. not going to be the way it ends up final, you know, on selection Sunday. But I'm just saying like, if I was looking at that right now, that's the kind of potential that I think the ducks have and talk about peaking at the right time. They're definitely doing that. I agree. I completely agree. Oregon gets it done against Arizona state. Bobby Hurley, disappointing season, crazy season. It's funny how him and Larinaga, they lose today after they pull an upset but uh, it was inevitable. Both these teams had a train wreck of a season. Um, K state Baylor beats K state by six and K state. I know we talked about how they're going to be a team to watch out for next year. Cause I think they closed the season on a very positive note, but are we starting to worry about Baylor a little bit with only a six point win against K state? No, I'm not. I think they were just overlooking K state. I think they, they just figured they'd show up and win that. Um, no, I still like Baylor. I think they're still, you know, I think you could probably pencil them, them into the final four. Um, nope. I'm good. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. You, I say, it sounds no. like you have bigger question no, marks no, than me. No, no. I mean, I think K state's actually uh, playing really good ball right now, considering yeah. like, they're horrible all year, but I'm saying like, I, I, there's talent there and uh, starting to see it develop some. But no, we touched on Miami. Georgia Tech takes down Miami uh, in a game with Jose Alvarado. Th- with, uh, looked like it was going to be a serious knee injury, but it turned out to be okay. I He's one of my favorite players to watch in college basketball. He's tough, man. And I, I, as much as I'm not a Josh Pastner guy, I, I'm excited to watch Georgia Tech. I like that team, dude. I like that team. I like DeVoe. I like Moses the, right, man. Yeah, Moses like right. It's a monster on yeah. the inside. So uh, I would love to see these matchups. I was hoping St. John's would get into just because I, I, I like their team, but uh, Georgia tech gets it done. I think they're safely in and now they play UVA. And, and uh, when we did our ACC bracket projection, I took UCA or UVA as my favorite, but Georgia tech is my dog. So one of them will be in the ACC championship. Um, who do you think wins that game tomorrow? I think I saw a line of uh, UVA minus five or so. I, I, I like the points there. I think uh, if UVA wins is going to be close. I think Georgia tech, has a serious chance of beating UVA. So you're telling me there's a chance. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. Boom. There we go. <laughs> I read you. I read you. Well, I mean, I, and then I guess I should hit you with Don't be ridiculous. Georgia tech is one of the top offensive teams in the country. <laughs> <laughs> that Dan divine from that Rudy. Is, that is Dan divine. That, that actor, nice. that actor, by the way, he plays Harris in major league one and two, I believe. Right. Right. He's in Rudy and he's in Hoosiers as the asshole dad. Talk about killing That's it right. on the sports movies, dude. Wow. If that it was the eighties or nineties and you needed a supporting actor in a, in your sports movie, that's who you called. Yeah. So you need someone to be an asshole. This guy played a great <laughs> asshole. Um, okay. Then you got Seton hall, St. John's. We touched on that Vanderbilt, uh, Florida, Vandy covers for us. We were on top of that getting that eight that's points. Right. Florida gets the win uh, advances. Uh, Florida will now play uh, what they'll play Tennessee, Tennessee, which they just played. uh, I think in the past week, Um, we'll get to the games tomorrow in a second here. Tulane takes down Tulsa. You were right on this. I took Tulsa 
Ron Hunter squad gets the win. See, yeah, man. Could could the Green Wave be a? Uh, no, they play Houston next, huh? But hey, Houston lost to East Carolina. Why couldn't they lose to Tulane? <laughs> well, that's probably the end of Tulane's road. But uh, I think the program is heading in the right direction. Look for them to be better next year. Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we we're, we're fans of Ron Hunter as a head coach. I think he's uh, on the right path down there. Yeah, and the Big Sky, Northern Colorado, uh, loses a close one to Southern Utah. And then uh, what Montana state takes care of Idaho state, the Bengals, And I believe, was there one other game or is that still going on? I think that's still going on. So I can't talk, but by the way, rice did cover for him. Oh no, they didn't. They lost by 13. Fuck. Oh, dagger. Fuck man. Um, okay. So uh, let's keep continue on this journey here. Miami, Ohio, Buffalo, Buffalo uh, wins by 11 in the Mac. I, you, you touched on them a second ago. You Buffalo is the team you're picking to win the Mac. They've been playing much better basketball. Uh, dude, how about that stat line by Mbala? The, the, the big for Buffalo, 23 points, 19 boards. Woo. That's getting it in. Is that Will Chamberlain? Huh? <laughs> That's it. Sounds like what Mark Williams of Duke did against, uh, Louisville last night. That is killing it right there. And uh, okay. So uh rider, Cinderella rider loses uh, by 15 to St. Peter's as they move along. How about uh so St. Peter's Iona, I believe is tomorrow or I got to double check that. Um, how about this? We got an upset in the big West. UC Davis takes down Cal state Bakersfield by two. And this is crazy. I was watching some of this game early Then I went to the grocery store. So I did not catch the end of this game, but Cal State Bakersfield was handling them, and uh, so I don't know how they lost, but they they somehow managed to uh, lose that game. So UC Davis, Jim Les, buddy, don't you? There we go. You're a Jim Les hell fan. Of a, hell of a three point shooter. Yes, and then we uh, Nevada takes down Boise State. We touched on that. Uh, Cambridge of of Nevada, thirty one points, five boards, two steals, and how about this one? Oregon State, dude. This Oregon State team has has been good, man. This game was a wild fucking game. I think like six people fouled out of this game. I mean, this is a crazy game down to the stretch. They're going deep into the benches in overtime here. Oregon State wins by four against UCLA. And t- How disappointing has UCLA season been? Now I know they've had a ton of injuries and everything, but I really had had high hopes for for UCLA this year. I thought they were going to win the Pac-12. I was wrong there. Yeah. And, and and, I mean, kudos to Oregon, dude, Oregon state was projected. You know, I think I remember previewing this conference with you and I looked at that roster and I said, I don't even know how to pre preview this roster because they have one returning player and the rest are all Juco transfers. (laughs) And and even that one returning player, I feel like was like two points a game. So it was like, I just throw a fucking dart at the board, but a great job because they were saying that coach was on the hot seat. I guess he solidified his, uh, I'm struggling to remember his name at the moment, but um, the beaver, I think, I think he's got another couple of years. Yep. Yeah. And, and now they, they move ahead and I, I'm trying to bring up the bracket right now. I guess that depends on the other games to see who they will play. So I guess we won't know that at the moment, but, uh, the beavers advance and uh dangerous team. I think Oh, they play Oregon. They, they split with Oregon Ooh. in the regular season. Battle of the state of Oregon. I, but come on, I think ducks win this Oregon state might be able to keep it close, but what if it's another, I don't know, eight, nine points. Who you got? I'm going to go. I might go state because look, okay. State won by 11 in the first game. Then they lost by 13 in the second game, which was how, how early was that first game though? That first like, game was January 23rd. 
Yeah, it's a different it's a different Oregon team right here. I think I'm gonna go Ducks. I learned my lesson from today when I where I foolishly backed Arizona State. But does it concern you that they just played this past Sunday? Yeah, whenever there's you know a, a game that close, <laughs> and especially when it's a rivalry. I mean, I, I assume this is a rivalry. I don't know, you know, how it's a big, civil war. Uh, well, in football, uh, on the football field, yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, that's a little concerning. But give me the Ducks. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't know if that if that's eight, I might go Ducks. If it's nine, I might go State. Um, Butler gets destroyed by Creighton after Butler had pulled off the upset. Uh, Zygrakowski, 18 points, five assists, three steals. Creighton, what do you think about Creighton's chances in the NCAA tournament? You think they could go deep? I think they have a puncher's chance because they can score. They've been really up and down. They kind of get all, it, it kind of hard, you know, hard to get a good read of them. Um, I'm, let's, let's pull up the old schedule here for Creighton. Uh, why am I not seeing them? There they are. They <laughs> cold, but they're. Um, so, I mean, you know, coming in, they had lost two straight. They lost to Xavier and Villanova. Uh, but then yeah, two wins in a row against Butler. Um, I think Creighton has a chance to do some damage. I think they have like sweet 16 potential. I wouldn't take it much further than that though. Uh, They're an interesting team. The matchups will be interesting. I think it's hard to forecast without seeing the matchups, but uh, sure. They could make a run. Uh, Indiana Rutgers. Now Rutgers wins by 11 Indiana. What Archie Miller's got to be fired, right? Did you lock up Rutgers too? No, I took Rutgers. Didn't lock them though. You should have. Yeah. I think he should be fired. I think he's, you know, two years in a row, they've totally flamed out second half of the season. Uh, If I was uh, Jackson Davis, I'd be leaving. I'm not even sure if he's a senior or what, but I guess even if he is a senior, he he would have one more year. potentially. He's a sophomore. Sophomore, that's yeah, it. Wow. Yeah. Well, I think he's gone anyway. Cause well, I think he'll, his draft yeah. stock's got to be pretty high. But they're bringing in a top ten recruit, I believe. So there's that yeah. angle. But uh, um, uh, we were mentioning, you know, Marquette yesterday, and how uh, you know Wojo's not getting it done there. I expect both these coaches to be fired. And if I was thinking, I was thinking about this. What if Marquette went for Beeline? I think it'd be a great hire. I think anybody yeah. going for Beeline would be a great hire. I heard there's rumblings that Boston College would would go after him, but who knows how true that it would be. Um, excited to see where where potentially he could land, or some other college basketball coaches. There's talk that Patino at uh, at Minnesota could be fired, um, but Rutgers would we- would would Minnesota hire his dad? <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know who would though is like we need Ole Miss. Well, Kermit Davis is doing a decent job this year. Yeah, but yeah. there there's a couple programs that would take I think Patino. I wonder, I, I think Ole Miss stands out as the first UNLV maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I heard something today. I don't know if I think it was on the local radio. They were saying Jerry Stackhouse's job might be in jeopardy. Um, first off, how long has he been there? I thought it was only been like two years or something. Yeah, it has, but they fired Bryce drew. I think after, two, after like Bryce drew got a raw deal that final year he was at Vandy, they were supposed to be really good. And, uh, and like, I think their whole team, like their top two or three scorers, yeah, or ended up getting out for the year early on, and he was only at Vandy. I'm pulling it up now. Um, he was at Vandy. For, he only got three years at Vandy. Yeah, interesting. So, well, I don't think I do not think they should fire Jerry Stackhouse because Vandy really played some pretty good ball second half of the year. But if they did, somebody said Porter Moser maybe. But dude, no, he's only in year two. His first year was 2020, so he's in year two essentially. 
It would be it would be asinine for them to fire him right now. But the really the reason why I brought it up was I think Porter Moser is a great coach, and if he does leave Loyola Chicago, that'd be a great hire for somebody. But you know what's funny is after the first, I was listening to a college basketball podcast. I was talking about when they went to the Final Four, somebody went after him hard, and he elected to stay at Loyola. Wow. Um, so I, I forget who it was. Maybe it was Indiana. I don't. I, I I'm trying to. Uh, remember, but somebody made a run. Actually, I think it might've been wake forest mm. made a run at him and he, and he turned him down. So um, or if it wasn't wake forest, who else had a lot of coaching changes lately? I don't know, but, but uh, it would be interesting. Hopefully he stays at Loyola. I like him developing them into a, a, a giant perhaps, but okay. Western Kentucky. Oh, first off, what, how, how far do you, do you, are you back on Rutgers a little bit here? Yeah, not really. Um, I don't think they're going to go far. I think they could win maybe a game in the NCAAs, but uh, no, I, I kind of jumped off that ship a while ago and I don't think I'm going to climb back on it. Yeah. They're a really bad free throw shooting team. And that's always concerning. Uh, UTSA loses to Western Kentucky by 13 Western Kentucky. Uh, probably going to need to, uh, to win the whole tournament to, to get in. I think they probably will too, but uh Oklahoma loses to Kansas by seven. This is one that I locked up. I locked up Kansas minus two and a half and it hits uh, Oklahoma. The Jayhawks were up big almost for most of the game, but uh, Oklahoma made a push almost tied it up. I think. Yeah. Well, th- that's another thing in that UCLA game, UCLA blew a 17 point lead. Wow. Yeah. So, uh, uh, but anyway, and Kansas was, was without uh, McCormick also. That's crazy. That's crazy. Um, so what are we thinking here with Oklahoma? Uh, do do we start to worry about uh, who 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 exits the NCAA tournament first, Rutgers or Oklahoma? I think Oklahoma is l- a little bit better. My problem with Oklahoma is that it doesn't seem like they're playing team ball the last few weeks of the season. It's really like the Austin Reeves show. Yeah. Yeah, and that really wasn't the case, you know, back in like January or so. I, I think he's kind of just like taken over. And uh, you know he always always has the ball. I mean, he's a hell of a player. Don't don't get me wrong, but I think he forces too many shots. And I think they just have to have you know better movement and and get more players involved because they have some of the guys there too. So I think Line Kruger needs to reevaluate the offense and kind of just stop playing hero ball with uh, with Reeves there. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where they get seated. Um, all right, guys, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. It's that time of year again, people. Conference tournaments tipping off every day, every minute, all morning, all afternoon, all night. Bubble teams are making their final push for a bid while they while the top seeds are preparing for what they hope is a long, long run. DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting new customers in the center of action or of the action. Bet $4 on an underdog, win $256 if they win. Come on, it's that simple. Let me repeat that. That's bet $4 on an underdog in select college basketball games. And if they win, you collect $256. The bank is truly open, guys. Pick one of the many select college basketball underdogs for your shot at winning $256 American dollars. All it takes is a $4 bet. Uh, there's no better way to put your college basketball knowledge to the test uh, than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. Don't worry if college basketball isn't for you. DraftKings Sportsbook offers great, great odds and uh, pr- promotions on golf, hockey, FCS, college football, where I finished first place in the past two weeks, NC Nick. 
Um, DraftKings is safe, secure, reliable, so you can uh, deposit and withdraw your funds at your own convenience. Uh, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use the promo code SGP when you sign up to uh, turn four dollars and two hundred and fifty er, and fifty-six dollars. If the underdog of your choosing pulls off the great upset, that's code SGP to turn four dollars into two hundred and fifty-six dollars for a limited time only. Only at DraftKings. Kings Sportsbook must be 21 or older in New Jersey, Indiana, or PA only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLING or in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. Whew. That, that's, uh, that I feel, this is pretty much how I feel when I say that. Soccer-style kicker. Graduated from Collier High, June 1976. Benson University Honors graduate, class of 1980. Holds two NCAA Division I records, one for most points in a season, one... <laughs> Anyway, that's uh, great. Classic, classic Ace Ventura, classic Ace Ventura, man. Uh, by the way, so let's hop down here. Missouri. This was a nail biter wins by three against Georgia. And this was, I went out on a limb and I took Missouri to win the sec tournament. I just, yeah. I, I had a feeling that, I mean, I, I'd still, I was hoping Kentucky was going to play Bama and I was like, Oh, Bama could go down there. Right. But I just, who'd you have in that game uh, today? Yeah. Well, Missouri, Georgia. I had Missouri. So I lost. Yeah. yeah. Same here. Um, but I still think Missouri strange team, strange team. It wouldn't, wouldn't shock me if they won the sec. Sure. But uh, it wouldn't shock me if they lost tomorrow <laughs> or if they won the whole thing. That's the way the sec is very true. Uh, UCF handles East Carolina. I don't know what's happening in Greenville. All right. Get some, they fun. couldn't, they couldn't build off that big upset of Houston. I know. I don't know what's going on. I don't like it. All right. Uh, they got the old coach from uh Florida Gulf coast, right? Joe Dooley, buddy. Dooley. Yeah. And I guess, I guess he's doing all right there. I mean, it, it is ECU. They've never been good at basketball in the eighties with blue Edwards, baby. All right. Go back and watch blue Edwards tape. He's a legend. Uh, okay. Rice UAB UAB wins by 13. UAB is going to move on. Uh, I think they're going to they get next. Let me see. I don't know. It's not even updated yet. Okay. Um, and then uh, what we got currently? Oh no, Akron beat Bowling Green by the way by seven. So there goes Bowling Green as my dog. But luckily, yep. I took, luckily I took Akron as my favorite. There so, you go. Uh, I'm in a decent spot. Um, let's uh, break down. Let's see what we got going tomorrow. Tomorrow's games. All right, early in the morning, eight thirty a.m. Maryland, Michigan. I mean, try to find a line on this. I think I saw Michigan laying eight and a half or eight. I mean, we got to ride Michigan, right? I think Michigan smacked Maryland recently, right? Yeah. Maryland's a funny team. I don't know. I'm going Michigan. Yeah. I mean, Maryland's a a very strange team. I feel like they could, they could surprise. They could also disappoint. So it wasn't recently. It was, it was, you know, back, I think in like early February, late January, but yeah. uh, The first game Michigan won by 24. Yeah, and I'm not seeing a line on this yet, so I just told it to you, man. Eight points. Where are you getting that at? I'm getting it off of William Hill. Okay, because I am not seeing it. Um. Okay. Uh. That's that's a big game tomorrow morning. I think you 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 should side with uh, Michigan, Georgia Tech, Virginia. We touched on this. Do we have a line on this? I saw it at about UVA minus four or five. Give me Georgia Tech, man. I think so. I think so. I think if UVA wins, I mean this this game's got like another buzzer beater potential in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, UVA doesn't blow anybody out really. So uh, that's a tight game. That's too many points. 
Give me those yellow jackets. That's what I'm talking about right there. Um, Mississippi State, Bama. What's this line you think? Bama. It's not what I think. I'll tell you what it is. Bama minus eight and a half. Ooh. Ooh. It seems like Bama's always favored by about eight and a half. And lately, it seems like they win, but the dogs still cover. Yeah, give me state. Give me state. Hail state. I I will say today though, I lost on a lot of plays where it was the, a, a similar line. I I went with the dog, and the better team won by like ten or so. Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm getting too cute on a couple of them, but I like Mississippi State here too. All right, tomorrow nine a.m. South Florida Wichita State. Do we go with the Shockers, or does does the are the Bulls? Dude, I actually think the last time they played. Let me double check this. Come on, come on, internet here. Oh no, it's okay. it's it's a Shockers minus nine. They won by seventeen, but I feel like did they play twice? Because I feel like I watched. Maybe that was UCF. I'm thinking of. I feel like I watched Wichita narrowly escape one of. Well, these. they did play twice. I mean, but you have to go all the way back to like December, early January. Uh, they beat USF by five, but yeah. that was what their like fifth game of the year or something. I got gotcha, you. I got gotcha. you. Uh, but hey, survive in advance. Maybe the Bulls can give them a game. Uh, who are you taking? I guess I'm gonna go Shockers. I'm gonna go South Florida to cover this thing. Yeah, I don't love it. Um, Ohio State Purdue, 10 a.m. or 10:55 a.m. tip. This is a this is a really hard game because Purdue is. Do you remember the last time they played? They got lucky. They hit a buzzer beater. Eric, I believe Eric Hunter hit a buzzer beater. Yeah, yeah. And it looked like Ohio State was in control to win this thing. Maybe five minutes left. This was a wild, wild game. Do we have a line on this one yet? Because I'm, I'm not seeing shit over here. Uh, <laughs> Ohio State minus one. Man, I like Purdue as a team better, but Purdue has won the first two games. Both were close. When there's not a whole lot of separation, it's kind of like that Duke Louisville game. And you got like you know fairly equal teams. Yeah. And if one team has won the first two, you almost ha- want to lean on the team that hasn't won yet. So I don't know. I might go Buckeyes. Purdue's hot though. One five in a row. I think I'm on the Buckeyes, man. It's hard to beat a team yeah. three times, even though I yeah. feel like I said that with the NC state and Syracuse and Syracuse just destroyed them. So yeah, Florida, Tennessee, 1130, man, they, they, these teams, what I, I swear they just played uh, what Sunday or Saturday. I feel like they just played and the uh, uh, Florida lost by 11. That was in Knoxville. Yeah. Now this is in Nashville, not right down the road. This is tough to beat a team twice in two in, in a week though. I'm going to say, give me Florida. The I, don't, I, don't, I don't know if it's right down the road. I mean, it's a, it's a few hours left. I've made that ride. I've done that trip. You know what I mean? Well, look at you. What's it like, uh, t- Tennessee minus three. Ooh. I wish it was like minus yeah, five. I was something. thinking, yeah, that's, I guess I might go to three is tough. I don't like Tennessee though. <laughs> I don't like their team either, man, but I think I might go Tennessee. I think I might be there with you. Not positive yet. I'll find out tomorrow when you check our website to see our picks here, but I guess I'm leaning Tennessee. You want to talk about another potential bid stealer and also one that could probably fight their way in. Cause they're in the first eight out. I'm talking about the SMU Mustangs. They play Cincinnati. Um, uh, this is one where look, they beat, if they beat Cincinnati, now this team has only played 15 games all year. They're 11 and four. <laughs> Uh, Belmont's played 30 games and they're not even being talked about. Meanwhile, SMU is 11 and four. And look, and I, and, and I feel bad because look, 
They've gotten COVID issues twice this year, but at the same time, I just don't get how you would have a team that's 25 and or 26 and four, not get in over a team that's 11 and four. So at the most, what they'd have to be what 14 and four. <laughs> I think they need to win some games in this tournament. That's for damn sure. Uh, SMU fr- hasn't played since February the 8th, but they're in the first eight out. So it's like, if, if they win this, uh, we just talked about, I mean, Nick, I, I just brought up the fact what but Boise state lost uh, Duke can't, they, they lost essentially uh, right. St. John's lost Xavier and St. Louis. They, their seasons are done. They're in a spot where, where if no one at Boise lost, if someone's got to win these games, right? Sure. Right. Yeah. Well, that's what I was saying. Like, I don't know, like a week or two where most teams like play themselves off of the bubble because usually they drop games towards the end of the year. Why? Because they're an average team. That's why they're on the bubble, you know, to begin with. So more teams play their way off the bubble than, than, than teams playing their way into the championship. So SMU definitely has a chance here. Well, the, win they, a couple games. SMU was smart. They played their way off the bubble by not playing. <laughs> that's what that's, that's one way to do it, but they're laying six here. I, I'm going to go Bearcats. Yeah. I'm going to go Bearcats just because SMU hasn't played in so long. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, they played once this year and Cincinnati won um, at SMU by seven. So I think uh, this is a potential lock play. I, I just wish I trusted Cincinnati a little, a little bit more. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to just take the points. Not, yeah. I, don't know, I don't know about a lock here, but uh, yeah, you're probably right. But uh, then let's bounce down to uh, here. It is Ohio Toledo in the Mac Toledo laying three and a half. I'm seeing that's tough. <laughs> I'm taking Ohio. You think so? They just played overtime Toledo. I mean, I don't, I have no idea. This is one pissing in the wind, dude. Give me the Bobcats though. I think I might go Toledo. I mean, granted, they did not look great against Ball State today, but that was the set. That was like back-to-back games with Ball State. The first game they won by 19. Second game is always kind of funky. Um, they beat Ohio early in the year, 95 to 78. That was in January, though. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, I don't know. I'm, yeah. I'm not high on Ohio. I've seen a couple games, a couple of like day games where I mean they're solid, but I think Toledo has more overall talent. I think I might go Toledo. Hmm. Uh, I got. I think I'm gonna go Ohio, but I don't feel good about that game. Let's bounce over to uh, Georgetown Seton Hall. Georgetown getting two and a half. I'm riding the Hoyas. Got to man. I'm not gonna lock it up this time. But uh, hey, they've treated me right last couple games. They're got momentum going in their you know in their direction. Now, granted, Seton Hall is still in the bubble, so they need this. Uh, I mean, you could tell that game today, you know, the Seton Hall St. John's, I mean, the intensity, the, the, the intensity on the court, you know, both teams, they knew they needed it. They were both hungry. They're both laying it all out there. Uh, so nice win by Seton Hall. It'll be a battle tomorrow, man. Um, have these, I'm sure these teams have played at least once or twice in the regular season. Uh, let's take a I look think, here. Uh, Seton Hall won right? way back in January by 20 or no, I'm sorry, by 11. No, no. February 20th, Georgetown won by six. Okay. And it's a, and they lost by 11 back in like January so or something. So they split. Yeah. Um, you, you may have mentioned that uh, previously in the pod, but yeah, give me the Hoyas, man. Give me Pat Hewing and his boys. Yeah. Give me the Hoyas. I think they're, they're, they're playing for something here. 
Um. All right. Uh, we got more games to cover on tomorrow's slate and the rest of the weekend, and even some FCS football action. But I want to tell you guys that the the college experience is brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best college hoops better in the country? Odds Crowd is challenging you to prove it with their free March Madness fantasy betting contest. There's eight thousand dollars in cash prizes up for grabs with less than a hundred players joined so far to this date. Here's how it works. You place risk-free fantasy bets throughout the tournament against real odds and lines. The most prof- profitable players rise up the leaderboard. If you're in the top three most at the end, you'll receive a share of $8,000 for free guys starts right before the final four tips off. I'm sorry. Starts right before the first four tips off, not the final four. It's graded based on uh, units and profit. The most units and profit at the end wins the cash players can play as many or few picks as they like one, two or three unit picks, money line spread totals available, all that stuff. And odds crowd isn't just fantasy betting contests. It's a social app built for sports bettors free to download. You can, uh, you know, live group chat others, you know, other betters. You can uh, track your bets, set up private contests with your buddies and much, much more download the app for free. Or go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash odds. This is like just an unbelievable day in college basketball, dude. I mean, you're looking at this lineup and there's just so many games on. So, I mean, at the three o'clock spot, you got Georgetown Seton Hall, Georgia Tech, Virginia, Oklahoma State, Baylor, all at the same time, Nick. Okay, State catching nine. Do we ride with the Cowboys? I'm on the Cowboys. Like I said earlier, I think Baylor won by like 11 or 12 or so what a week ago or less than a week ago. Uh, you know, it's always like, like we've been saying also, it's hard to play that the same team twice in a row or, or twice within a week or so. Uh, I think the game will be closer. This go around Oklahoma state's playing good ball, man. Give me the points. Yeah. I mean, I think you gotta take the points. How about them, <laughs> Uh, take the nine, take the nine. Okay. Tulane catching 17 and a half against Houston. Give me, give me the green wave. That might be a lock. Yeah. I mean, it seems like whenever I go against Houston with with these big numbers though, they win by, you know, 25 or something. Uh, They beat Tulane by 21 earlier in the year and by 23 earlier in the year. Does that does that change your opinion at all? <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, I, I'm gonna take. <laughs> I'll tell you this. I'm gonna take Tulane, but I'm not gonna lock that thing. Um, yeah. Montana State, Southern Utah, Big Sky going on here. Um, uh, I've seen Southern Utah, who's been a darling of ours, minus seven. I'll I'll stay with the uh, Southern Utah Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds. Is that right? Thunderbirds, buddy. Yeah, I, give me those. Give me those T birds, man. Uh, seven. I don't love it at seven, but I think they can still cover that. Yeah, I like that as well. Fairfield, St. Peter's, actually. Yeah, so St. Peter's doesn't play, so that would be. So when does Iona play? I feel like did I miss the Iona game? How does Iona just get a couple days off? Is that how that works? <laughs> I don't know. It's good. I'm it's so a good confused. question. I don't see him playing tomorrow though. Are they not allowed to play in the tournament? Or something? I mean, they play Sunday. They got to play. What do you mean? There's only three days. It's got to be Saturday then. And then they yeah, end it on Sunday. Maybe, maybe the schedule just isn't updated yet. Um. Uh, anyway, you got UC Davis, Jim Lessa squad catching nine and a half against UC Santa Barbara in the big West. Give me UC Davis and Jim less, man. That's too many points. I might go to Santa Barbara. You know, they got the, the, the one close game out of the way. Uh, UC Davis overachieved today. 
Uh, maybe the Gauchos uh, smack him around on the court tomorrow. Uh, okay. And then, uh, Nevada, San Diego state. This is going to be a lock for me. Nevada catching you. eight and a half. I'm with you. I'm all Wolf over pack. this. They're just as athletic. I mean, I know San Diego state plays much better defense, but give me the eight and a half. Surefield is a difference maker. Uh, that's a lock. That's a Dundee lock. Give me where, where, where's that Wolf? You guys are making, making fun of me for having this Wolf howling somewhere on this damn thing. I don't know. I, I think I told you to, to, to uh, delete that. Wolfpack, baby. <laughs> Sound like a cow in pain. Uh, <laughs> all right. And then that, that pretty much concludes tomorrow since I can't find Iona on this fucking thing. Saturday, obviously, you got uh, UMass Lowell Hartford. I know you said you're leaning Hartford. Have you changed that opinion at all? No, not at all. Why? Why would I change uh, in 24 hours <laughs> when neither team is played? You never know. And then Sunday, <laughs> VCU. And uh, St. Bonaventure, what do you what are you thinking there? I'm 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 not going to change on that either. Um, I, oh, I see the line's going down a little bit. I got I got VCU plus two a couple of days ago. Now it's only plus a point and a half. Um, yeah. yeah, I want to ride uh, ride with the VCU boys there. I'm with you, uh, Loyal, and also Sunday morning Loyola, uh, Maryland, Colgate. I'm going to ride Colgate to get that done. I think Colgate's going to be a tough out for somebody. Pretty messed up that Loyola, Loyola knocked off. Navy and then army. Yeah. I mean, that's just, that's just un-American right there. Right. Those bastards. Um, yeah. I mean, the rest of the matchups stick around, uh, check out the sport, the spreadsheet sports podcast.com. We will have it updated daily. So, uh, obviously we won't have Saturday's slate on there until we find out who wins on Friday. Uh, I want to tell you guys that the college experience is brought to you by better than Vegas, better than Vegas. It's like YouTube, but for what hashtag DJs only care about, which is sports betting better than Vegas is a, is running a free bracket style capper contest with a chance to win $5,500 to enter. Just go to better than dot Vegas. And don't forget to let them know that SGP sent you. And don't forget to go to sports slash BTV to subscribe to their, to our better than Vegas page today. Yes. You'll get a notification every time we post a video that sports slash B. TV. Um, all right, here we are in the thick of this, man. Let's 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 uh, let's transition. Let's transition into into a woman. <laughs> who? I mean, what? What do you who do you think I am over here? Uh, who? Who is that? Uh, you know, it, it, if Patty C did that, yeah, but I'm not saying he is. Uh, who knows? But it, Patty turns into Patricia really easily. <laughs> Einhorn is a man. Um, <laughs> Let's talk a little FCS college football before we get the fuck out of here. We got a nice week, and I feel like I feel like no one's talking about it because it's thick March madness. But and and Coach K, I'm sure he approves of the the FCS ranks where every where teams do have a shot. So here we are, Friday morning, Holy Cross Lehigh, Connor Dejenhart. I know we touched on this yesterday. I think we're taking Lehigh plus seven and a half. Correct. Correct. Okay. It's the first game of the season for those. What's your locks? I mean, what's, what's your locks of the weekend? Since I mean, we did kind of go through most of the big games yesterday. Maybe we should just highlight a couple of our locks. Yeah, sure. Let's uh, okay. Let's uh, you got one you want to throw out right now. You need, you need a minute to pull those things up. Uh, Dude, I'm always ready, man. Citadel minus 13 and a half at Western Carolina. 
this is my fade. The Catamounts of Western Carolina. They are awful. One of the worst teams in FCS. Uh, Citadel solid. I think they win this game. Uh, you know, easily by at least uh, you know 17, 20 points. Western Carolina can't score. They can't score. Their offense is really bad. That's that's why I like that play. I went with Citadel. I did not lock it up, but I like that play. My lock. Um, I'm going to take you over to my blue hens minus eight against uh, Stony Brook. Look, I understand people will say, well, Stony Brook, you know, they played Villanova by three, which I think you said yesterday. I wasn't, I watched that game. Not very impressed by Villanova. I thought they left, left a lot of points on the board. Well, meanwhile, Delaware took a decent main team. The last time we had a football season, the past couple of years, Maine's been a good team, made the FCS playoffs like, like two years ago. And I think went pretty darn far. Delaware won 37, nothing. And uh, I'm all over the blue hens here. I think the blue hens, I mean, they would they returned 15 starters from a season ago or two years ago. However you want to fucking say that. Give me Delaware minus eight. I'm seeing, I'm seeing you're going Stony Brook, buddy. This is going to be a little interesting. Yeah. I'm going Stony Brook. I think it's a little bit too many points. I like how they were able to limit Nova last week. I think Delaware wins, but you're giving me eight and a half. I'm on Stony Brook. So this is going to get interesting here because you also just mentioned another one of my locks and that is Velanova. They are what minus 15 and a half, I believe against Rhode Island. Uh, uh, yeah. So look, Nova was not sharp, which can be expected first game back in 450 days or whatever. Um, I think uh, they were going to be much sharper. This go around. I like that, that, that QB Daniel Smith from Leesburg, Virginia. I think Velanova rolls over Rhode Island. I think you made a case, an interesting point. I should probably change my pick for that, but uh, just cause Rhode Island I lost a ton, but uh yeah, I see. I see the logic there, but look, fifteen is a lot. But yeah, I think I might. I might switch that pick there. Um, let's go to uh, an, another lock of mine, uh, and this one might be my. This one. Let me. Let me just double check before I. I love Mercer catching seven. They're catching seven right now. It was at six and a half on the sheet. We got to go rebet this. Um, they're catching seven against VMI. Now I'm a VMI guy. I'm probably one of my favorite teams to watch so far. I play ha- hard nosed football, um, but they're not very good offensively. And Mercer, I think, is pretty solid. So I think seven points is is just. I, I think you sprinkle some on the money line here. I think Mercer is a live dog here, but I, I'm hoping VMI gets gets the win because I'm I've been kind of loving VMI. But I'm telling you, VMI. Yes, they pulled out the upset over Furman, but they don't have a lot of offense. So therefore, you're going to give me a touchdown against a team that just blew out the Citadel. I'm right there with you, man. I didn't. Yeah, yeah. I mean, look, VMI just beat Western Carolina 37. Like I said, Western Carolina is garbage. So you know, take that with a grain of salt here. I think there are two equal teams here, and that's way too many points. So finally, we agree on agree on one. Mercer Mercer Bears. Uh, is it the Mercer Bears? I'm not even sure. Yeah, it sounds right. Tigers, yeah, whatever. Tigers? Is it Tigers? Yeah, you might be right. Um anyway, uh so that that's that's one lock I like a lot and then uh I I think dude, I I think I might lock up this one. I think Illinois State getting 12 and a half against North Dakota State might end up being a lock of mine. I don't I'm all in Illinois State, offense. but I'm not going to lock it. I I don't it's not a lock yet. It's just so I can clarify here. And by the way, we need to, I'm telling you, we need to just go back and repick these because you see 
UC Davis is catching 11 now at Weber State. Um, that's an interesting one, but how about the lock here of, of, uh, uh I got grambling bouncing back. They, they lost a tough game to uh, Jackson state at the two yard line last week, uh, fumbled as they were about to win that game. They're only minus two and a half against Prairie view lock up grambling all day here. This is, this is probably what, this is the best play I've seen so far. That's a good play, man. I'm definitely on, on grambling. I wasn't locking it up, but uh, I might, you might've just talked me into it. Cause that is a good play. I do like the bounce back for grambling here. I might ride on that with you, dude. I mean, I'm telling you, they, they, they probably should have won the game last week. And, and you're telling me just Prairie views is going to take them down. No way. No way. After, after that, the way you, that's a heartbreaking way to lose. And I think they want to rematch against Jackson state. So uh, give them, give them, give me a, a win here by grambling state to, uh, to get it done. And that, that is a, that is a, Oh, I just, that's money in the bank right there. All right. My last one here. I think it's a, a one that you will disagree with. I'm going Sam Houston state minus two and a half. Yeah, I am disagreeing with this. And mainly because I think even that Nichols school, I watched that whole Nichols game. And I, I, I watched Sam Houston state beat uh, Southeast Louisiana week one. Right. And they have a good offense, Sam Houston State. Does. Right. But the defense Eric, Sch- Eric Schmidt, Ramon Jefferson. The defense there were some red flags on that defense. And let me tell you, uh, this quarterback for Nichols, Lindsey Scott, this guy's a baller. He is a baller. I can't I I I, I would be, be willing to say he's like one of the best quarterbacks that I've seen in this on this level. Uh, just last week, he was 21 of, of 33, 299 yards, three touchdowns and a pick. And that's just, but they struggled with Northwestern state last week, but it really was like a 14 point game. The, the North, I mean, they did struggle, but I'm saying Northwestern state added a score late. Uh, Lindsey Scott also had a hundred yards rush, just shy of a hundred yards rushing on the ground, hitting six yards of rush. I'm telling you, he is a true dual threat quarterback. Uh, watch out against that, uh, against that defense. Hey, but you, you know, you, you be you buddy. Hey, yeah. Hey, I'm not changing. Uh, you know, I, you know, once again, I have the best record at FCS so far, <laughs> but uh, look, uh, I think, you know, the, the week off will help Sam Houston state. I think they can, you know, look at what they, they did wrong on the defensive side of the ball, maybe uh, move around some players, maybe, you know, switch a strategy, switch some techniques or something. Maybe they can improve on that. I think the, the offense is legit here. Dude, it's at home. The Give g- me Sam Houston. State. The game prior. Lindsey Scott was 16 of 21, 232 yards, 11 yards of completion, three touchdowns, no interceptions. And then 10 rushes for 108 yards and three rushing touchdowns, six touchdowns. I guess Lamar. They're in the same conference as Houston state. (laughs) I'm telling you, the guy's a stud watch out against that defense. And uh, hold on. There's, there's some other plays I like on this board. Yeah. Weaver state now laying 11. I kind of think you should, everyone should take UC Davis, right? This is, I mean, you know, I, I was on UCD um, with, at nine and a half. So there's line movement going in, in Weber State's direction. I, I, I was still going to take UCD, but I'm not going to lock that up. I like that value. I like Elon getting three against Richmond. One, I mean, there's a lot of plays I like across the board. Um, uh, what about Davidson minus nine and a half against Stetson? I mean, I, I went Davidson because they played a game already. Right. And, and they looked, they actually should have won that game. They, uh, they ended up losing it to Elon, but it was, uh, they were catching 19 a week one. I believe that was a lock of ours that hit. Right. But, um, 
uh, they blew a, just like in the final minutes, they lost that game, but they looked pretty good. So, and I actually think Elon's better than their record indicates. So I expect Elon to get to, to upset Richmond. Are you go? Did you go spiders on that? I'm going spiders. Uh, that was a close game though. I I'm not locking that. Cause I, that, that that's a, you know, a coin flip of a game. The other one I was looking at, uh, which is probably the last one I was you know contemplating a lock was Duquesne minus seven and a half against Wagner. Mm. Um, man, I, so Wagner hasn't played a game yet, so we can't even, no, judge the, them. right. They haven't. Yeah. So they got an advantage there, but, uh, I, I think I'm going to go Duquesne, but uh, uh, how about this one? North Dakota, who I think should be the top team in the nation. They're going at Western Illinois and they're, they're laying 20 and a half, but I kind of think they're going to fuck them up. Western Illinois coming off a 35 point loss to South Dakota state. And also the week before that, they lost to Missouri state by six. North Dakota has been the clear cut best team that we've seen. I think, I think anyone watching FCS week in week out, let's say that they should be number one. Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely on the fighting Hawks, but the, the, you know, the big numbers kind of scare me off from a lock there. Okay. All right. I want to tell you guys that the, uh, the college experience is brought to you by better edge. Better edge allows you to buy and sell betting positions like a stock market. Since you're buying positions from other sports betters, there is no house legal in more than 40 States post the plays you liked and have some, uh, someone at better edge marketplace. Take the other side. They have a ton of other fr- uh, fun stuff against the spread picking contests, all this type of stuff. Uh, so check it out. Sign up today at betteredge.com. Use the promo code SGP for a free $10 play. That's better edge. B E T T O R edge.com promo code SGP. Um, what do you, I, I didn't touch on this one. Youngstown state catching 19 and a half at South Dakota state jackrabbits. I think I'm going to go South Dakota state. Uh, it's a lot of points. though. again, I don't think Youngstown state's very good and the jackrabbits are playing good ball. I think they can win by three touchdowns, but it's a little too tight there, you know, to be a lock. Yeah. I'm just going to touch on some of the ones we didn't talk about. Um, I'm going to ride South Dakota state, by the way. Uh, just because I, I don't have any faith in that offense. I think Youngstown State's defense is actually not bad, but the offense has been horrible. Moorhead state Presbyterian. They're kicking off. I believe actually no Presbyterian played a week ago, lost in overtime to Gardner Webb. So I think Presbyterian's the play here uh, laying six and a half. I actually think that might be lock worthy because Moorhead state hasn't played a game all year. No, That's no, not bad. Wait, did the Moorhead did play a game, right? And they lost to James Madison 52, nothing. That's right. And I, yeah, that's a James Madison team that, you know, <laughs> is looking pretty iffy there. So yeah. that might be an indictment on Moorhead. I think you ride Presbyterian there. Uh, we got Lamar who just got smacked. Uh, we mentioned by Nichols, but last week they lost by 22 to incarnate word. They're taking on McNeese and Cody Orgeron. Uh McNeese looked, looked better to me last week. Uh, McNeese laying 14 though. Yeah. Let me see. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of points. I think I'm, I, I think I'm tempted to take, take the dog here. Going with Lamar Lathan. Um, I, I think, fuck man. Uh, I guess I'm going to go McNeese. I don't know. I don't feel good about that play. How about Charleston Southern against Kennesaw state? Kennesaw state has been one of the better teams the past couple of years in the FCS. They run the triple option. Charleston Southern, I think playing their first game of the season. Uh, do we worry Kennesaw state laying 15 and a half? Yeah, too many points. Give me Charleston Southern. Mm. 
I'm gonna go Kennesaw. Yeah. I don't like it, but I'm gonna go Kennesaw. How about this one? This one actually should have been. We should have touched on this game probably yesterday. Furman East Tennessee State. This is an interesting game. I, I actually I believe uh, Furman's laying six. Um, this is one where Furman was, you know, obviously upset by VMI, uh, the, the second week of the season, but I believe the first week of the season, they won against, uh, gosh, my fucking internet is taking forever here, but they, they, they're a top 25 team. And I think my computer just froze on this, but anyway, I got East Tennessee plus nine, too many points. Is it nine? I, cause I, I was seeing, uh, okay. Okay. I think it opened at six. Maybe it's nine now. Um, Man, I'm gonna I'm gonna ride Furman here. I'm gonna ride. Yeah. Fer- Furman's got a quarterback in Hamp Sisson. Win by double digits. The Buccaneers are pretty good, man. Hey, this isn't basketball, right? This is not basketball. <laughs> what, do, what about this one on Sunday? Austin P. The Governors at Southeast Missouri State. Both these teams were ranked uh, just two weeks ago. Austin P. Catching five and a half. Do we? Do we? I'm gonna ride Austin P. No. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. You think they yeah, had a week off you, to prep for this too? So. Uh, the running back, Brian Sneed, uh, you know, 227 yards on 23 carries and three touchdowns. And that uh, win over Tennessee state. I think the governors get the ground game going enough, uh, control the clock a little bit, uh, you know, and dude, uh, Southeast Missouri state, they gave up 88 yards to Eastern Illinois running back. So yeah, that's a, that's an upset recipe, a team, a dog that can run the ball against a favorite who is not good at stopping the run. I'm going Austin P and, and speaking of, I locked up Tennessee state. That's my other lock. They're both. These teams are open to Eastern Illinois and Tennessee state. I think Tennessee state's better though. Tennessee state just played Jacksonville state. Kind of uh, the score is deceiving 38, 16 Jacksonville state added a touchdown late. This was kind of a ball game with about five minutes left. Uh, so I'm going to lock up Tennessee state laying two and a half. Uh, at home against Eastern Illinois, who's just been dog shit this year. I like that one. Yeah. I also thought about locking that. I'm definitely on Tennessee State. Yeah, Eastern Illinois is not good. Um, okay, then let's get just before we got to touch on a few. We touched on Davidson. We touched on Furman, Wofford, and Sanford. This is a good matchup. Wofford uh, was ranked just two weeks ago. Sanford playing much better ball lately with the air raid. You got the triple option against the air raid here. Wofford laying a point and a half. It's at Sanford. I kind of like, I mean, uh, I, I guess I'm going to, I'll go Wofford. Cause I don't, uh, the one thing that Sanford's cost me is that defense and they blew Sanford should have won last week against Furman. Furman travel Furman came back from 14 in the fourth and then won it in overtime. I, I, this is a dandy of a game though. This is actually one of the better games on Saturday. I'm going to go Sanford. I told you last week about the, that new QB. They were starting Liam Welch. He had another nice game in that overtime loss to Furman here. So even if Wofford wins, I like maybe a backdoor cover here. Maybe Wofford wins by a field goal and I win with three and a half points. You need a winner. A winner. That's that's what NC Nick says. That's a winner right there. Okay, Missouri State, Bobby Petrino just got blanked against North Dakota State. They traveled to South Dakota to take on the Coyotes, playing their first home game of the season, but Coyotes been a good team. Uh, I'm all over South Dakota here. What is this line? I'm seeing this line at South Dakota minus 11. Give me South Dakota. Yeah, I think I agree. Uh, Missouri state is not very good. Um, well, you know, I was kind of going back and forth on that scratch. What I said, I'm on the Missouri state bears. No, they're not very good, but South Dakota is not going to light up the scoreboard. I think it's a couple too many points there. Give me South Dakota to get it done. Okay. San Diego at Drake, San Diego minus eight and a half. 
That's a far trip. That is a far trip all the way to cold Iowa. I think we, uh, I, I did. I, I, I was about to take Drake, but then I remember San Diego makes like kind of runs this conference. So I went with San Diego minus eight and a half, but I, I'm curious about the elements there. Yeah, I took Drake. Uh, neither team has played yet. And you're right. Uh, that team from Southern California, the beautiful weather of San Diego, probably not so beautiful in Nebraska right now. It's still, it's still probably cold. You know, no, maybe there's Iowa, even some Iowa, chance buddy. of snow and stuff. Iowa. Say it again. Iowa. Oh yeah. I'm sorry. Iowa, Nebraska is there a difference. Des Moines. And last time they played November 2nd, 2019, San Diego won 49 to seven. That's an ass whooping right there. That uh, is. Uh, what else we got? Colgate, the toothpaste against Lafayette. Colgate minus four and a half. I like this play. I think Colgate's actually one of the. Uh, they're 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 a good team. They're a good. I'm team. all over the toothpaste as well. Yeah, take the toothpaste. Uh, Eastern Washington, Eric Bier, uh, or Barrier, Eric Bier, Barrier, I think Barrier. Uh, minus seventeen at Idaho State. Idaho State fucked uh, a bunch of our locks last week. I know. Last time they played the Eastern Washington on November 9th, 2019, won 48 to five. We got to ride with Eastern Washington, right? I think so. Idaho state's trash too. All right. Northeast or Northwestern state at Southeast Louisiana, Southeast Louisiana, the lions laying 16 and a half. I went with Northwestern state. I think it's too many points for that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Too many points. Give me uh whatever they're mad. Uh, the, the demons, right? Yeah. Is that what they are? Yeah, I believe so. Uh, how about this one? Murray state, the racers two and oh upset. They were, they've been dogs, both, uh, both games. Now this is their first game as a favorite laying four and a half against Tennessee tech golden Eagles. I'm riding the racers, Bud Foster represent friend of the program. The Murray state, Tennessee tech game, huh? Yep. Uh, yeah, no, I'm going, I'm going Tennessee tech actually. Uh, I, I, I think I got it at plus four and a half. Um, Running back to Vonta Witherspoon. He's a load man. Uh, I, I think you know. Yeah, Murray State might be two and zero, but they haven't won a game by more than four points. So give me Texas Tech. I'm on Murray State. There's something about this team. Um, okay, Jacksonville State, Tennessee Martin, UT Martin, the Skyhawks catching eight against Jacksonville State. The Gamecocks are too good. They're going to put them away. Agreed, Gamecocks. All right, let's get to Long Island Sharks, Sacred Heart Pioneers. Long Island getting ten and a half points. You're not going Sacred Heart, are you? Really? I am going Sacred Heart. Yeah, Lay the hook, Julius Chestnut. I was you. telling you about him yesterday. Uh, dude, fucking chestnuts. All right, uh, look, Bryant Merrimack, the Warriors. Am I seeing that correctly? The Warriors of uh of Merrimack. Um, how about this? You better believe Mary Mac, the Warriors are going to cover that three and a half point spread. Give me the, the you Warriors. You damn to get right. Can, can, can you get an ultimate warrior sound clip? I think you need to do that. Cause he had some crazy, crazy <laughs> clips, man. Uh, yes. I'm all over that. Tarleton and Dixie. I think we touched on this yesterday. I'm on Tarleton minus four. I'm um, on Dixie. And I think that, I think that we covered, Oh no. Deion Sanders game, Jackson state against Mississippi Valley state, Jackson state laying 14 and a half. Uh, I'm on Jackson. I think you're on Mrs. Uh, Mississippi Valley state, correct? Yeah, correct. Too many points. Jackson state wins by 10. Mm. Okay. All right guys. Well, uh, this is the college experience. If you're a first time listener, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game, Been doing it for over four years. We've been over 500 each and every season been way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that for free on a spreadsheet over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. So make sure you check it out. Tell a friend. 
Uh, it, and look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing, thing I'm going to try to charge you for is your kindness. If you can get over to iTunes, give us a five-star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. Oftentimes sponsors say that's the real uh, big thing. When they go into business with a the podcast, they want to see fans engaged talking about the product. So even if you've left a review before, do it again, do it again, do it again. All right. Uh, if you, if you leave a review, take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. It'll help you get some ass. I'm sure. Um, and, uh, yeah, at the Colby D I'm on Twitter at, at the Colby D. So give me a follow as well. NC Nick's on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K Patty C third man in the booth or second man on the booth, depending on the episode he's on, uh, on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one. And don't forget to follow the sports gambling podcast network as we get you covered for all the college basketball and, and, and uh, FCS college football action at the SGP network. And what else? Check out the Slack channel, Sports Gambling Podcast. Check out NC Nick's writings over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. All right. This is the college experience. Happy March Madness Conference Tournament style NFCS football fun. You better start thinking about yours. And we are. I'm craving adventure. Thought we said no vacation this year. Let's take a trip to Total Wine. Tequilas and fruit-flavored vodkas, Chardonnays, Pinots, Proseccos. Wondrous selection, helpful guides, always low prices. Total Wine and more. It's finally spring, and I'm saying goodbye snow, hello adventure. And during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event, you can get epic deals on your favorite Honda model. Ready to get rugged? Then take the off-road in an all-wheel drive Honda SUV, like the CRV, HRV, Pilot, Passport, or redesigned Ridgeline. Want to take a spring road trip? Then check out a fuel-efficient turbocharged Civic or Accord. Say goodbye to winter and hello to a new Honda. Don't miss huge savings during the Honda Dream Garage Spring Event. Now at your local Honda dealer.